This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's already Tuesday. Can you believe it? And what a week we have got going here. I'm telling you, Kevin McCarthy has just announced an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. I got some audio from that coming up in a second. We've got one of the state uh, representatives from from New Mexico on to talk about this uh, insane governor who should be removed in op- from office for suspending the Second Amendment to the Constitution. Of course, Joe Biden did that to the First Amendment of the Constitution for about mm, three years now. But we're going to focus on that today. Uh, there is a lot, a lot, a lot of, uh, of stuff to get to. Oh, oh, and then there's this. Check this out. Did you know that the world's largest lithium deposit was found in the United States? So all of this money they're sending over to China and everything because they have all the lithium over there. And then they got slave children in Africa that they uh, make mine that stuff. We've got more than everybody in the world now. How long before Joe Biden kneecaps that? Right? Like the Keystone XL pipeline. He's going to figure out a way. Oh, no, this is a national, this was a national uh, landmark. And I was at Ground Zero on September the 12th. So uh, we got that on the, uh, on the show today. So, uh, oh, and I just want to mention this. And this sucks. This sucks. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. I'm a big fan of Aaron Rodgers. I think he's a cool guy. I don't know much about his politics. If you don't like his politics, I don't care. I watch him for the football. Anyway, uh, Aaron Rodgers' season may be over. He has an Achilles injury. Uh, Minutes into his debut, uh, the Bills versus, of course, uh, the Jets. The Jets end up winning the game, which is pretty uh, pretty cool. Uh, it's, uh, you know, there's a profound negative. He got sacked by Leonard Floyd of the Bills, and uh, and now they gave, him a, they gave him an MRI. They said they didn't see anything, but if it's an, a tear in the Achilles tendon, then we're going to have a problem. And I think that sucks because he's 39 years old. So a season-ending injury, injury at 39 generally is what? You know, there's a good chance it could end your career. Who knows? I wish him the best, but the positive is that the Giants now have a team they can beat. The only problem is to beat the Jets, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers has to start. That's the, that's the only thing that the, they have to do if the Giants want to win a game is to have Aaron Rodgers start with the Achilles injury. All right, it was a joke. I just left. <laughs> Giants, man. I'm sorry, you need a little... You need a little uh, a little bit of guff after your uh, season opener. But that, you know what? There's still a chance. There is, uh, there is still a chance. Uh, let's get talking about Kevin, shall we? Kevin McCarthy. I've got a, uh, a lengthy statement here. It's not terribly lengthy. I edited a little bit for, uh, for broadcast. But uh, Kevin McCarthy uh, said... Uh, that he has introduced uh, articles of impeachment, or I should say uh, an impeachment inquiry. This after, by the way, McCarthy yesterday uh, got into it with uh, Matt Gates. Yeah, Matt Gates basically, you know, told him, hey, man, get this impeachment going, or we're going to vote you out. And so uh, uh, Kevin said, go ahead and do it, right? And then today, Kevin, out of nowhere, uh, just announces this impeachment inquiry. Now, this is kind of like, uh, I-, I liken it to the, uh, the Grinch that stole Christmas. 
Uh, maybe Matt Gates, you know, said something, and Kevin's testicles grew three times that day. You know, maybe that. Anyway, here's uh, Kevin McCarthy this morning. Eyewitnesses have testified that the president joined on multiple phone calls and had multiple interactions, dinners resulted in cars and millions of dollars yeah, into his son's and his son's business partners. There's nothing there. We know that bank <laughs> records show that nearly $20 million, and that's why today I am directing our House committee yes. to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Now, you uh, are going, well, yeah, the impeachment isn't going to end up anything because the Senate will never be debated and all that stuff. Uh, this is going to precipitate Joe Biden's exit from the White House. This logical next step will give our committees the full power to gather all the facts and answers for the American public. Listen to how deliberate Kevin is. I mean, he's being real. This is like measured. It's exactly what we want to know. Oh, come on, play, stop. Here we go. I witness the next step Here we go. to give our committees the full power freaking out of here. to gather all the facts yes. and answers for the American public. Gotcha. It's exactly what we want to know. Yes, we want to know. We absolutely want to know. I guess that's all I have there. So uh, that's what he said this morning. Um, you know, you got a lot of things here uh, with regard to, uh, I don't know, evidence and stuff. In fact, more evidence than we've ever had of a president being corrupt. Uh, Donald Trump was impeached for a phone call about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden's corruption. <laughs> that's, that's how bad it is. I mean, it's so it is just to the point. It's uh, it's pretty stupid uh, when you think about it. But anyway, uh, bank records show twenty million in cash payments. I mean, that's at a many one hundred and fifty transactions. You've got all these LLCs. The form FD ten twenty three. The IRS was in cahoots with it. Uh, you combine this with all of the uh, massive unpopularity of Joe Biden, and by the way, this uh, colossal face plant that he did in Vietnam. That uh, you know, we all have known for three years that Joe Biden, or at least I've been saying, he's not going to be able to run again, you know, but but all of a sudden uh, it looks like the press is having a come to Jesus moment because of all of these things. And one of them, number one, negative polling, all right, okay, that's it. Right there, negative polling. And I've got some polling from Democrats, and they realize that uh, Joe Biden is the death knell for the party. And I also would venture to say there's a reason why Gavin Newsom isn't going to ride in on horseback to rescue. And I heard it echoed by Steve Bannon yesterday. The Democrat Party knows they're going to get their arses handed to him in 2024 for all they've done, and he doesn't want to be a part of it. And so they're talking about Michelle Obama. I did a, I did a meme this morning. I know I'm so smart. Uh, I did a meme this morning on uh, on the Twitter. And I said, uh, I put it by Michelle Obama. And the caption is Michelle Obama 2024 on the top with a colon. Uh, then because America needs a spoiled, entitled leftist elitist with a massive racial chip on her shoulder who's never had a job, just like her husband. So if you can get that on a bumper sticker, I think that would be uh, fantastic. Uh, I will tell you, for anybody who's afraid of Michelle, Obama. Uh, you think that the media is going to be able to cover for Michelle Obama. You can believe that all you want, but as soon as she gets on a debate stage, uh, it's over. It would be uh, it would be over. So uh, uh, some other things have happened in the last 24 hours, including Joe Biden's address about 9-11 in Alaska because he didn't want to take the time to go in and to any of the uh, 
the locations where planes were crashed and people died uh, on 9-11. And this is what Peter Ducey found out. He asked, why why didn't um, Joe Biden make an appearance at the Capitol or, or at uh, at, in New York City or Shanksville, Pennsylvania or the Pentagon? Well, uh, our focus the last couple days has been on President Biden here in South Asia. And when I asked a White House official why it is that President Biden was here and missing the 9-11 uh, commemorations yeah. at the attack site, the analogy that I was given is that 22 years after Pearl Harbor, U.S. presidents were not still going to visit Hawaii. Wow, that was that was what they said. I mean, does it get more uh, elitist than that, really? You know, I, I've used the analogy of, of people like uh, Joe uh, Scarborough and Yoko Brzezinski. I have some audio from Yoko this morning that we're going to get to. Uh, I kind of look at them as the uh, spectators in the Hunger Games. You know, these effete, uh, fancy, really rich, thinking they're smarter than everyone else, watching the children fight over scraps. That's that's what the left is in this country right now. That's what uh, people like, you know, uh, Mika and Joe and, and the, uh, the punditry set in Washington, D.C., including Republicans like Karl Rove. We are just, uh, you know, fighting for the crumbs in front of the spectators as far as they're concerned. But it's uh, beginning to fall on uh, deaf ears. I mentioned yesterday uh, also on 9-11 that we are living in a very strange and crazy time when the New York Police Department has been wrecked when uh, uh, Manhattan and uh, the other boroughs of uh, New York and, and countries or cities across the country being overrun by illegals massive increases in crime all this while the guy who rose New York from the ashes America's mayor has been destroyed destroyed by the liberal media uh, yesterday Mike Carter on uh, on Newsmax did a pretty cool piece about Rudy Giuliani he is still America's mayor they're just political operatives trying to destroy and bankrupt him 9-11 the moment Rudy Giuliani became America's mayor now for the first time Giuliani retraces his steps from that infamous he day. still is obviously we're walking faster than this trying to get there up to this point it was still an emergency it hadn't become an, an out-of-body experience yet but that would all change in a New York minute Giuliani phoned the White House, reaching President George W. Bush's aide, Chris Hennick, who informed the mayor that more attacks may be on the way. I did ask Chris how many planes are unaccounted for. He said at least seven mayors. Are any of them headed for the city? So you can't discount that. Yeah, America's mayor, and he still is because he is the most kick-ass mayor in America. There you go. Yeah. And then and then there's Joe Biden, who uh, who uh, makes an appearance hours after seven hours after the attacks on 9-11 in Alaska. And then he lied about it. Then he said that he was at ground zero the day after September the 12th. But even his book says he wasn't there. I, I really appreciate all you do. Imagine General Sachs. And the tribal leaders and stewards of these sacred lands. <laughs> to all service members and families, <laughs> the base, Elmendorf Richardson, and distinguished guests. <laughs> I join you on this solemn day to renew our sacred vow. Never forget. Except for Benghazi and Afghanistan and all the people who died because uh, I uh, pulled this out prematurely, which is uh, something I've been known for. Never forget. We never forget.
Each of us, each of those precious lives stolen too soon when evil attacked. Ground Zero in New York, and I remember standing there the next day and looking at the building. I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. It looked so <laughs> devastating because the way you could away from where you could stand. Oh my God! If you were a turkey, that thermometer would be sticking out right now because he is done. In his autobiography, he wrote this. He uh, he uh, he embellished his recollections of the day, of course, uh, and uh, he said he he saw a fireball at the Pentagon on 9/11 when his book describes it as a bronze haze of smoke. Okay, he he said he wrote in his his book the plume of fire that shot up in the sky in the Pentagon. I remember seeing it as I got off the Amtrak train on my work in the United States Senate. That's what he said in his. So he lied about that. It is uh, it is just amazing. I have to mention this because my friend uh, 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 Sean at WCBM, Sean Casey, uh, host of the morning show there, uh, grabbed this sound clip. And uh, Donald Trump, in his speech on Friday on Newsmax, delivered some of the best stand-up material I've ever heard. It's really funny. It makes a point. And he, this is why he's so far ahead of everybody else, because there's, no, there's just no comparison. It's like uh, Led Zeppelin versus the opening act or a tribute band at a local bar. He's just, you know, he's, he just he can communicate. But here is uh, Donald Trump's observations about Joe Biden making everything about him. So he says he was at the ground zero on 9-12. That was a lie. He did it on 9-11 because all the attention was on 9-11. You get it. No, he makes up these stories, you know, like... There's a picture of a fighter jet. I used to be a fighter jet pilot. There's a picture of a truck. I used to drive a truck. There's a picture. There's everything. This guy. The worst is, did you ever see his golf swing? He said he's a six handicap. This is great. Oh. Six handicap's a good golfer. You know what he six handicaps? That's a good golfer. This guy can't hit a ball to Christie. He's a six handicap. I think that's the greatest lie of all. Do you want to know the truth? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I would pay for that guy uh, a stand-up routine if, if he was not. I mean, he's funny. That's just funny. You know, the worst lie of all, he's a six handicap. Have you seen his swing? He couldn't even hit it to the governor sitting over here. That, that's beautiful. That's improv. That's uh, that's amazing. So, I'm sorry. I don't want to kiss Donald Trump's butt too much because I don't want to be you know portrayed as a Trump sycophant or anything. But it's funny. Uh, on the way, I didn't get to all of the audio from Joe Biden's Vietnam appearance yesterday. Uh, there was some worse stuff, and uh, then I'm going to share some of the new polling and what has Democrats freaked out that we've all known about for a couple of years. That's coming up. Here's the number on this Tuesday: eight hundred nine two two six six eight zero. It's a Tuesday edition of the Rob Carson Show. Back in the Here's to a record-setting president, Joe Biden setting record-low approval ratings. What the Democrats have put our nation through, it is a sad day. It's the Rob Carson Show. When are they going to finally figure out voice-to-text, honestly? You know, I don't like using my thumbs. I have big, meaty claws. And so I try to type with my thumbs like my son. He types like with razor-sharp precision. I guess this makes me, what, a Gen Xer? Uh, and so, like, for instance, I just got a, a text from uh, a friend. Uh, Joe Biden's guilty, but the Senate will acquit if it gets that far. Better just pound him in the court of public opinion every day. So I write back, and I said, there are many other benefits to the beach with Corey that don't result in impeachment and removal. The beach with Corey. Uh, that's uh, impeachment inquiry, according to my phone. Uh, I hope this new uh, iPhone 15 has a little bit better voice-to-text technology. Honestly, 
If, if the McDonald's order can, can understand me saying, I need uh, two McChicken sandwiches, a large fry. Not for me. I'm not eating that stuff. But that's what my daughter gets. Two McChicken sandwiches and a French fry and a caramel frappuccino. Once a week, by the way, all you moms go, you shouldn't feed your daughter that. Well, she's 18. Anyway, it gets my order perfect every time. It never says, hey, do you want uh, a beach trip with Corey along with your large fry? So, you know, am I the only person? No, I'm not. I'm probably, you, you uh, Gen Zers are like, oh, yeah, typical Boomer X or whatever. But uh, I always have to, uh, you know, type in again, beach with Kari? No, impeachment inquiry. So there is, uh, there is, there is that. And that's, that's what I think. I don't think that uh, the impeachment is going anywhere. But uh, it gets a lot of stuff out there on the table in a very big way. Uh, it gets everything out on the table, including the DOJ's involvement. That's huge. Vince in Eldersburg, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's going on? Well, thank you very much, for uh, Rob, for all you do. Uh, but I just want to say that can you hear me all right? Yes, yes, I can hear you. Okay. Um, I have a problem with him walking and chewing gum at the same time. <laughs> you know, with this uh, death ceiling, and now they want yeah. another inquiry. Why do they need an inquiry? Well, here's... evidence already? Well, you've got to start with an inquiry, and what an inquiry does is it uh, gets people to uh, be subpoenaed and testify, and it gets stuff out on the table. Even if the Democrats do not want this to uh, happen, and it's really funny because there are a lot of people who say, oh, you know, it'll do the same thing as they did with Donald Trump. It'll just make Joe more, more uh, you know, more popular. You're high. Uh, everybody knows Joe Biden is crooked. 60-plus percentage of the American people know that he was involved in foreign influence peddling. And it's nothing close to having to dig through old statutes from the 1860s to go after Donald Trump uh, on, uh, you know, on uh, racketeering charges that don't exist. So there's a real positive to getting stuff on the table. What I see is when you tie the Justice Department into uh, not only protecting Donald Trump, but going or protecting Joe Biden but going after Donald Trump that's going to have a real impact uh, not only on public opinion but also with regard to investigation as to whether the four indictments of Donald Trump are politically motivated. I know that sounds like a mouthful but I that's what I uh, hope Vince so uh, any final thoughts there Vince? Yeah my final thought is I didn't know they had to start a inquiry to with all the three years of bumbling and lying and everything going on yeah well well, you, you got to because there are a lot of people who are so stupid, they still watch ABC, CBS, NBC, uh, MSNBC, and listen to NPR. So this will all be new to them. So uh, if it's covered at all, and presumably some of it would have to get through as so much has gotten through despite media censorship, uh, you know, the bud's off the rose on Joe Biden. Everybody understands it. Vince, I appreciate the phone call. Uh, you've got this in combination with him lying about everything. When he was in uh, Vietnam, he used the dog face pony soldier thing again and there's a my my brother loves having there's famous lines from movies that he always quotes you know and one, one of them is there's there's a movie about john oh wayne he's an indian scout yeah, sure. and they're trying to get the i think there's a patch okay we're gonna have a little bit more on this but that was made up there's no john wayne movie with that he's just embellishing you know, and uh, and then also he's he tried it again. It shows his brain is going. This impeachment inquiry 
I believe, is the icing on the cake. It is the final watertight door of the SS Titanic opening up and flooding that compartment. Back in a few, it's the Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. Imagine this. It's the dead of night. You're lying in bed. Suddenly you hear something go bump. What is your next move? Well, you reach for the ultimate solution. The new MC-14 tip-up pistol from EAA Corp. And Gerson. This game-changing firearm is perfect for those with limited hand strength, disabilities, or anyone seeking a comfortable and user-friendly alternative. Picture this. The MC-14T features an ingenious tip-up barrel design, making loading and unloading a breeze. Say goodnight to struggles while racking a slide. Just load the tip-up barrel, lock it back down, and you're ready to fire. The MC-14T is chambered in 380 ACP, boosting a 13-plus-1 round capacity. With its reliable stopping power and compact size, it's an excellent choice for personal defense, complete with accessory rail and ambidextrous safeties. Experience a new level of convenience. Available with all EAA Corp. distributors, starting at an incredibly affordable MSRP of just $498. Don't miss out on this game-changing firearm. Visit EAACorp.com today. That's EAACorp.com. You know, the uh, difference between me and Joe Biden is when I quote movie lines, they actually happened. That's the thing. Here, Joe Biden, he used the dog face pony soldier thing in Vietnam no, again. And Listen one, to this. one of them is there's, there's a movie about John Wayne. He's an Indian scout. And they're trying to get the, I think it was the Apache, one of the great tribes, great tribes America, Apaches. back on the reservation. You can't do that. And he's standing with what? the Union, so he's, they're all on, they're, and they're on their horses and their saddles. And there's three or four Indians in headdresses and the Union soldiers. And the Union soldiers basically saying, the Indians, come with me, we'll take care of you, we'll be everything will be good. And the Indian scout, the Indian looks at John Wayne and points to the Union soldier and says, he's a lion dog-faced pony soldier. Well, there's a lot of lion dog-faced ponies. He never did that. He, ne- he never said that. He never, he never said that. It'd be like saying, oh, you remember that, that uh, scene in uh, Sudden Impact when Clint Eastwood said, uh, go ahead, pull my finger. Remember that? Oh, my God, that was so great when he said that. And everybody in the audience goes, he didn't say pull my finger. He never said that. Or if he said, uh, you know, remember that line in the Bill Murray that he said in Ghostbusters when he looked at uh, Slimer and said, uh, to be or not to be, that is not the question. You know, no, no. And this is the original quote, by the way. Have you been to a caucus? No, you haven't. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. You yeah. said you were, but you're, yeah, you're now right. you got to be honest. Yeah, I'm no, going to be honest with you. It's, it's very, that's very old-timey, you know, and, and I, you know. God willing, I'm going to get old, you know, uh, and I don't have anything against old people. Uh, but, you know, we used to go visit. Uh, we had Aunt Blanche live with us for, for a while, and, and he's uh, just like my Aunt Blanche. He is a, just, you know, the mind is starting to go a little, and she'd be making stuff up, and we went and cleaned out her garbage house and moved into our house and all of that. But, you know, let's not bring up my baggage here. Let's, uh, let's celebrate some comedy with Jim Gossett about Brown's Joe Biden. New York. I remember standing there the next day. That's a lie. Come on. It's so clear. Pretty much. Ground zero, Joe wasn't near. He was there the day. Because he only has lies for you. And you. And you. And you. To a gold star mom, Joe lied. He made her so upset that she cried. 
Cause he only had lies For her How someone could honestly be so heartless Is Joe aware of what he's saying? Doubtful Or is it all senility? Betty Dad wonders why he's the big guy. Nothing Joe Biden says is true. Oh. He only has lies for you. That pretty much uh, kicked butt. I'm, I'm going to say that was uh, that's a home run there. <laughs> it's fantastic. Jim Gossett, by the way. Jim Gossett has a show this weekend in, uh, in Atlanta. I, I don't have the number right in front of me. Uh, I don't want to quote the wrong number, but he's in Atlanta this week. I'll get it when I dig through my stuff. It, it occasionally gets lost in the studio, but Jim Gossett does have a, a show this weekend in Atlanta. I'll get you the details on in a second. I apologize. I, I should have had that ready, but I was a little busy. President Joe Biden's poor uh, poll numbers are alarming some Democrats, uh, with one senator saying there's no enthusiasm behind Biden in their experiences with constituents, according to The Hill. Um, isn't it kind of weird? Uh, same thing happened in 2016. Yeah, I mean, is this a surprise? This was going to change? This was going to change as he got older and more demented? Yeah, vulnerable Senator John Tester, who's up for re-election, told the Hill Democrats, got to be concerned about those poll numbers. You just do. I told you it was about the poll numbers. It's not about whether he can do the job. He, he, he doesn't do the job. Somebody else is doing the job for him. It's about the poll numbers. You can't get anything done, even if other people are pulling the strings, if your dude isn't going to stay in the White House. There's plenty of time to get them back up. No, there's not. He's done. Whether he can or not, of course he can't. I just don't know, uh, but you've got to be concerned. Uh, Biden's uh, average approval rating by Real Clear Politics, 42%. I know it's that high. CBS released, uh, uh, CBS this morning uh, showed his approval at lower than uh, 40% versus 60% who are unhappy with his performance. And it's not going to get better. It, 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 dementia doesn't get better. Uh, trust me, um, Aunt Blanche, prime example. Uh, Susan Wilde, Democrat, Pennsylvania, told the Washington Post in August she is not really big on catchphrases. If you use the term Bidenomics, uh, but somebody can't afford their groceries, then they're like, yeah, Bidenomics isn't working for me. You know, it's like it's like going to a restaurant and uh, somebody bringing out a crap sandwich and sitting there in front of you and you go, you know, I don't want a crap sandwich. Uh, why not? Because there's crap in it. Well, I know, but look at this baguette. The crispy baguette. We toasted it lightly in a 500-degree oven. Then we added some melted provolone cheese, which slightly caramelizes with the onions on the crap. Yeah, but it has crap. <clears throat> Joe Biden's poll numbers. Another headline. This one, I they believe, is from, uh, uh, this is from the U.K. Daily Mail. Woohoo! Joe Biden's poll numbers causing concern for Democrats ahead of 2024. Uh, there's just no enthusiasm, just no enthusiasm. Again, a quote from John Tester, different, uh, different story, but uh, same, uh, same initial story. No enthusiasm, it's come down to this. And there wasn't any then. 
But uh, Rob Reiner, the actor Meathead on All in the Family, who, by the way, uh, was perfectly named in that sitcom, he declared that democracy can only survive if Donald Trump is in prison and there are no third-party candidates. (laughs) Oh, my God. So this is, I got some audio later in the show. RFK is uncovering that the Democrat Party is in full-blown illegal, bordering on illegal, uh, uh, stopping him from running at all. That's what they're doing. The Democrat Party is trying to steal the nomination for Joe Biden. That's it. They are. And and the the swamp, including many Republicans, are trying to uh, remove Donald Trump. Uh, They are going to try and charge him with felonies. They're going to try to imprison him. They're going to try and use the 14th Amendment to prevent him getting on the ballot. Do you understand this now? Do you understand who the people are, who, uh, who the left are mostly concerned about? And here's old Rob Reiner saying exactly what I've been saying. Yeah. Some prominent commentators have noted Reiner's call to prohibit all opposition candidates is fundamentally anti democratic. <laughs> but he's a so stupid, he doesn't know any better. Oh my God. Reiner was fact checked by, by Community Notes on X, which, by the way, is back to censoring reach. I'll just tell you. I, I know it. It's happening all over the place uh, with my reach and my growth. I've given up on it, honestly. I've just given up. I don't even care. I just go on Twitter to share my opinions. If you see them, it's great because uh, I do put a lot of killer, killer, killer content on Twitter and getter and truth, but I know that Twitter is restricting. They're back to their own crap. Anyway, he was uh, fact checked by Community Notes after spreading a lie about January the 6th prisoner uh, in Reciterio, uh, who was sentenced to 22 years in prison, and by the way, uh, will be exonerated sooner than later, and hopefully uh, he will be replaced in prison with those who put him there. I would like that. Let's go to Alex in Brooklyn. Hello there, Alex. Welcome to the show, and uh, how was yesterday in NYC on this uh, on this anniversary? I mean, it was a serious day. Uh, Joe Biden wasn't here, and by the way, I'll say thankfully. Because he doesn't give a damn, right? Some people are like, "Why wasn't he at any of these, uh, uh, any of these ceremonies for 9/11?" He doesn't give a damn. He doesn't care. You don't want someone that doesn't care. I mean, if he had an office in the Twin Towers that burnt down, then he would care, and then he would talk about his office. But uh, even the speech he yeah. gave yesterday, he lied. He said, "Hey, I was there a day afterwards." You know, he wanted to make it like, "Hey, look, I'm the great guy that was there a day later." And by the way, you don't have to do research to see where Joe Biden was the day after the Twin Towers burnt down because. Anytime he says, I remember, and it's, if it's something before last week, there's no chance in hell that Joe Biden remembers that because he doesn't have any brain left for memory space. So uh, <laughs> yes. he surely doesn't remember. But I'm like, hey, I wa- we want him to fall asleep at this ceremony? I don't want him. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know what? I mean, he, he, with a Maui wildfire, he made it all about himself. When there was a school shooting, he made it about his ice cream that he has upstairs. I don't want him here. Who needs him? Exactly, Alex. It's it's insult to injury, and at this point, he's really just rubbing your face in it. He is uh, he is literally suffering indignities on the American people, and I think it's intentional. I really, really do. I think it's intentional. Uh, he did that yeah. with the uh, Afghan pullout and then greeting the Gold Star parents. That's who he is. He's a really he's a he's. Well, I can't use the word, but it starts with a. 
Uh, and uh, yeah. and I, I think New York is better off that the guy didn't show up, to be quiet on it. But, you know, you got to kind of wonder, Alex, you know, living in New York, you've got thousands of people, millions streaming across the border, many of them right. terrorist ties. You've got right. Iran and the U.S. making a deal to swamp five American prisoners for $6 billion in frozen $6 billion. funds. When do, we ever, when do we ever have such a deal for $6 billion to get some hostages? Hey, oh, it's not cash. It's freeing up the money. Why, why weren't we letting them get access to that cash in the first place because they're getting closer to nuclear. But now we're saying, oh, you got hostages. We'll reward you. We'll give you $6 billion to build, to get a little closer to your nuclear, you know, what you want to have over there. And he's putting the American people in danger uh, because they, they hate the United States, the Iranians do. And by leaving the border open, you know, this is a guy that's setting us up for, God forbid, another 9-11. Uh, you're right. There are so many yeah. terrorists that came across here. This is the one chance for any of these, um, you know, hating America organizations, uh, terrorist organizations, to send their people across the border. So we haven't seen the results of that yet. But I can guarantee you, I mean, 12 of them are apprehended at the border, uh, and you have 4 million gotaways. Why would you run away once you get to the border? How many are in New York? Alex, how Uh, many are in New York? Yep, 100%. Dude, I mean, come on. You would turn yourself in if you get all this free service, unless you're a criminal and you know that you're on the on the wanted list and you don't want to show your face at the border but we got four million of these people running around the country um and it, it's we got the cartel members and i don't want to see the ramifications of that but uh, joe you you're setting it up for you setting us up for another one so uh, we got to get rid let me of ask that you guy. this. Alan, and- let me ask you this, Alex. Hold on a second. Uh, obviously, Eric Adams is uh, really bleeping up New York City uh, on the heels of uh, of the the moron who was there before. Uh, I know that in Staten Island they're talking about seceding. They're done. I don't know how possible that's right. going to be. It's not an easy process. But uh, but in in Brooklyn and the other boroughs, uh, how's the, how's the uh, the opinion of Joe Biden trending right now? Um, I, I hope, you know, I think some Democratic voters are opening their eyes because uh, they're seeing the ramifications of the open border. But I, I don't know for certain. I, I talked to some Democrats, but I, I'm not sure about their exact opinion. I hope they're, they're starting to say, hey, we got bad man tweet Trump, but he's better than uh, me losing all the money in my pockets and all that. But, How about Eric Adams? How about Eric Adams as the mayor? Are, are, is he kind of, uh, it doesn't seem like he's, uh, he's very popular right now. No, he's not very popular. And he, he screwed it up for himself. He screwed it up for the city at the same time. He, he wanted to get all these people in here to distract from the fact that he wasn't able to clean up the crime problem. But now he's got two problems on his lap, and it's affecting the people in New York. You know what, Alex? You know what we need to do, Alex? I'm hopefully going to be back at Newsmax in December. We ought to we ought to get together. We ought to do a uh, uh, a Manhattan like a, a little reception for fans, conservative fans of Newsmax yep. and the Rob Carson show. I'm serious, yep. bro, because I think now, there's a lot you, of support if, for if it. Staten Island, if Staten Island, if Staten Island separates from New York, you know how high the real estate's going to go up over there. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think maybe it pays just to invest right now in case that happens, because people will be flowing over there you'll have half manhattan emptied out all right brother hey alex always good to hear from you man have a good day have a good day um we got a little bit of news on the economy and uh, a lot of things have been revised downwards uh and not the unemployment rate oh joe biden has a new alias they found another alias i'm serious uh, i'm going to share what the alias is because he had several of them it was robin robert peters robin Ware, i think robin masters i think charlie he spoke uh, on a on a speaker to the angels and jrb Ware. so uh, his new i'm not kidding this is real a new alias on the way this is the rob carson show Ooh, metallica yay
By the way, if you want to see Jim Gossett in uh, McDonough, Georgia this weekend, the number is 678-829-SHOW, 678-829-SHOW. And uh, this should be a really good show. He's got a lot of material. That uh, that uh, uh, Sinatra standard he just did was kaboom. Really, really good. Joe Biden's new alias. He has a new alias. Uh, the then Vice President Joe Biden used a fourth alias. Are you ready? It's aux. Aux. Not like A-U-X, like a cable that you would use, you know, uh, in your uh, in your uh, sound system or your uh, iPhone or whatever. Uh, but it was aux at att.blackberry.net as early as 2010 to communicate with his family, according to the nonprofit Marco Polo, which you can find by just saying, Marco, Marco. You don't even need to call him. Anyway, uh, based on Hunter's information, the uh, laptop from hell. So he's used uh, uh, three aliases, um, and uh, the House Oversight Committee released those. Robert Peters, uh, Robin Ware, uh, Richard Head, uh, J.R.B. Ware, uh, and now it's Aux, which is, by the way, the, uh, uh, the mascot of Arshmere Academy, a private Roman Catholic college preparatory school in Delaware, and the alma mater of Joe and Hunter Biden. <laughs> <laughs> other than that, there's no evidence here. Other than, other than that, you know, it's it's you know completely random. He just came up with a u k s. I don't know. Uh, he used these uh, emails March 10th, 2011 from his niece Casey Owens who served as special assistant for the U.S.-China Strategic and Economic Dialogue at the Treasury Department and she emailed Uncle Joe at aux at blackberry.net Now there's also uh, rumors that he had another uh, uh, one of these uh, uh, fake names, these aliases and it's Lady Ma- Ladies Man 217 here he is being questioned about it a few years ago. Are you username ladiesman217? I don't know what you're talking Are about. Are you username ladiesman217? Yeah. Okay, so he actually said he, so he may have also been ladiesman217. So uh, while uh, working at the Treasury, Owens was in contact with Hunter, Hunter, who at the time was in the process of creating a joint venture investment fund with the Chinese Communist Party linked entity, BHAR Partners. But other than that, there's really, uh, there's just nothing to see here. You know, <laughs> there's just, there's nothing to see here, honestly. You need to just uh, back off because uh, there's nothing to see here. But Donald Trump did something. Because we're using a statute written in the 1860s after a raid on Mar-a-Lago that was unprecedented and two failed impeachment things. But other than that, there's a lot of evidence. And, and uh, certainly the real criminal is Donald Trump. Uh, if the economic growth seems too good to be true, it's because it is. E.J. Antoni writes, by the way, uh, finance uh, economists at the Heritage Foundation, yes. Uh, He says that if you're puzzled how the Biden administration's economic data can be so rosy while your own financial situation has deteriorated so quickly, you're not alone. I mean, if you're at the point where you're putting uh, cubes of Velveeta on the relish tray, eh, you know know what I'm talking about, which isn't bad, actually. Uh, In short, (laughs) the economy is not as strong as we've been led to believe. While the economy added 187,000 jobs last month, previous months were revised down by 110,000. That means 59% of the employment growth last month was jobs we already had. 
in fact, every monthly report, employment report this year has been revised down, meaning the economy is adding fewer jobs than initially believed. Worse, the Bureau of Labor Statistics published its semi-annual benchmark revisions showing jobs were overestimated by 300,000. The U.S. Uh, number of jobs has been revised by almost 700,000 this year. That's 30% of the jobs initially estimated to have been added this year. So even his economy and his dogface pony soldier line are big lies. That's what it's all. That's what it's all about. Left wing, uh, Josh Hawley's going after credit card companies. I'll get to that, and then uh, we've got much more coming up on the Rob Carson Show. Back in a few. He loves the Constitution. He fights for what's right. He hates the bad guys. He's a freedom warrior. He's your freedom warrior. Watch Carl Higby every weekday on Newsmax.